Hey, my name is Melissa Bedeen, and I'm obsessed with personal development, body, mind, and soul health, as well as all things business marketing that can help you to navigate all things mystical and messy in this journey called life. See, I am a coffee-addicted mother of two who married my grade 9 boyfriend, and I started my company at the age of 17 with just a $200 Costco massage table and a goal of becoming a healer in mind. Now let's fast track a decade and a half forward as I've pivoted and grown myself from being a brick-and-mortar business as an international healer and psychic medium that loves to use my gifts to help align others on their path. See, I found myself naturally pivoting towards becoming a coach as I've made it my mission to positively impact the lives of others. But will we shy away from the real chats here? No way. See, I firmly believe that we are all intuitive, but again, the true gift actually comes from listening to this internal knowingness. But since all of our arenas of life may look at a little bit different, I hope to shed some insights on how this can benefit you both personally and professionally. See, I believe we have a mission. No, more of a calling inside of us, but it's up to us whether we choose to use this to benefit not only us, but others as well. As I teach you the tested and true ways to align yourself today, I am inviting you into this time as a friend, having a coffee, chat with the goal of a girl trying to give you some form of mind mapping to skip through the messy and tapping into your own magical. Now I want you to know that you are welcome to the Mom Gun Media, and I'm grateful you're here. Hello everyone, so it is Melissa here, and I am super grateful to have Savannah Schroeder here, who is bringing in the heat with all of her expertise. She is an entrepreneur because she values freedom, who doesn't, and especially the freedom with time. She left living for the weekends, philosophy when she became a corporate dropout in 2019, which high fives to that, and she's spending time with her young daughter was the priority, so she took on her online hobbies into a full-time business and wants to empower other women to do the same. Now, Savannah runs a natural motherhood blog and is launching Chase Your, Chase Your, sorry, a platform that helps women to follow their dreams and passions through education and personal development on most days when you can find her cooking and baking in the kitchen and flowing on her mat, exploring with her family and ending the night with a chocolate and binge-worthy Netflix series. So you just speak my language and all of that. First, female empowerment. I'm not going to lie, chocolate is a must and Netflix is a binge, but the idea of time being the most valuable asset. So a special thank you for joining us today, Savannah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so grateful. And so I love that you've left the corporate and you call it like a dropout. I know I've joked about being like a mom group dropout and all those kind of things, but truly you have to live that alignment. So may I ask who you are and what you do so our listeners have more of an idea from the experience of what we're going to be sharing today. Absolutely. So yeah, it kind of, you kind of summed up me in a nutshell. So I worked in the corporate world for the last decade, which I really thought was my dream job, my true calling. Um, I wanted to at first open my own boutique, but then I wanted to get knowledge kind of on the back end. So I went to work in the corporate office on the buying side, then I moved to product development, but it wasn't all that I thought it would be, but I kind of kept climbing that corporate ladder because I felt like I should. I'm an only child. My parents are divorced. So all of their kind of hopes and dreams were pinned on me. Everyone was so proud. I was the first to graduate college. So I kind of kept checking those boxes. And it wasn't until my daughter was born that it really gave me kind of the nudge to go after the dreams. And I knew there was something more 
because I was coming home and seeing her probably two hours before then she'd go to bed and we'd start that whole routine over again. So yeah, then I took Trendy Hippie, which is my passion. Part of my passion is like natural living and kind of making a natural lifestyle more attainable and achievable for the busy mom. And then it kind of came into my lap to create this platform called Chase Your when I found a void in in the marketplace, which we can get into a little later. I love that. And I when I read Chaser, I'm like, oh, I just wanted to add Chaser Dreams like at the end of it, because that's truly what the first thought that comes to mind. But I know it's like leading up to all of those things for the people. And so love that. I love your mission. I love that you've actually identified the limiting beliefs of what other people have placed on you too by, by, by saying like, I've checked the boxes. I, I followed that and it didn't align. So many people right. get stuck on that, that train that we actually miss the boat and that's where regret and remorse. And, and a lot of times it kind of builds into like this emotional withdrawal of feeling passionate about things in life. So the fact that you're back on board to your purpose and you're living that calling automatic high fives. I mean, anybody who does that, I'm super stoked. And I love that you're sharing it with women. And I know if there's any male listeners, I know that there's been some, but we support you too. But the thing is, is there's such a void for women to have that idea that there's like no compete, no compare, and we can help each other support. I love your mission. I love your calling. I love it all. So, so I want to know a little bit more about what kind of, you know, dreams and stuff that you help people with on the chase you're like, I love, I love getting to know like the behind the scenes. If you were to pull back the curtain of what it looks like for a newbie entering into your world, what would that look like? Sure. So Chase Your, it's still in the beginning stages. Our our launch is actually June 4th. So I this episode will come out before our launch. And I've had women beta testing it now to kind of give me the insight. So our major categories are entrepreneurship, health and wellness, and motherhood, because I kind of think those are all things I was interested in. And then collectively, when I put my feelers out there, those are areas I think where other moms and other busy women are looking for community or guidance or mentors. So those are our main categories. And then it's broken down by type of learning. So there are digital courses, webinars, masterminds, events. So the thought process kind of behind it is if you want to learn a little bit more about XYZ, we can say, let's just do social media marketing or something like that. You can log on to the site, browse the different creators and what their offerings are and see who aligns with you and kind of go from there into getting insight into their programs. I love that. I love all of that because there's such a void for a lot of us to find that. Now, I love that you bring the organic aspect and you even had used the word hippie in there. And that's like a spiritual calling for me because I love trying to blend all of that natural and, and bringing it back to the roots of what is, you know, more of a natural lifestyle and stuff too. So just bringing this kind of energy into everything is so great because it is a lot of my listeners as well that are coming in. So I would love to kind of just hear, you know, what was it within you that really called for you to become an entrepreneur? Because I know you said the corporate didn't feel great and everything, but I always kind of look at it as like, I was a black sheep. I've lived a lot of different jobs and a lot of us entrepreneurs, that's kind of what it feels like. Like, I don't know if you would agree with that, but it's just, I don't belong here. Like a job, an office felt like a cage. And so for me, I just was drawn to doing something else. And I love hearing the background of what your journey looked like for you to push past those like 
beliefs or fears to jump in as an entrepreneur? Definitely. So I'd say it kind of goes back to what I alluded to before. An only child. Um, my parents divorced when I was young, so both remarried. So then I had, you know, four great, awesome, loving parents, but all of their hopes and dreams were kind of put on me and I did not want to disappoint. That was always kind of a perfectionist behavior of I need to do this. And the more work I've done, probably like that's what I associated with like being loved. If you take it down to its rawest form, like if I do all these things, then that equates with me receiving love in return. So I had gone through like a yoga journey. And then let's see, back in 2017, one of the teachers I followed announced she was doing a teacher training. And I'm like, oh my God, she's a pretty like popular teacher. So I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to apply. If I get in, then like no one's holding me back. So it was really the first time in my life that I was like, I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to do this. And it was a three week, um, intensive in Aruba. So first of all, I had to get off three weeks of work, which I had enough vacation, but it was kind of unheard of, but I really, I didn't give them a choice. I'm like, this, this is what's happening. Like if you, if you need to fire me, go for it. My boss was kind of like, um, well, I'll take it back, but no, I definitely don't want to lose you. So like they allowed me to go. And I think that was the catalyst to kind of living a life more on my terms and more in alignment with feeling fulfilled every day. And yeah, that life is really short and it's what we make of it. Okay. Everything you just said is my spirit animal summed up because like, take it or leave it. This is it. I'm passionate. I want this. I'm drawn. So honestly, everything that you're saying and like I try and bring in like a spiritual aspect in a non super woo woo way for everybody just to like understand it. But that sounds like you were just listening to your intuition, following that instinct to take you to, by the way, to Aruba, no less. Like, (laughs) Uh, yeah, it was awesome. My, my husband always refers to it as like your vacation. Like when you went on vacation, I'm like, okay, well it wasn't all vacation did a lot of work there but it was amazing well like i know the background of intensives i've actually looked at yoga teacher training and for me i just want yoga for me and it's like 12 hour days is it not yeah we would we would wake up um probably around six and then get done maybe around 8 30. we had breaks in between but still i i like i have friends that have stayed with us because like we live in a town that there's quite a few beautiful uh, yoga studios and they will come back and they're just wiped like they're sleeping they eat and sleep and like there's no like we can't talk to them i'm like how is it and they're like i'm so sore because you guys are like plank pose pose planks like shavasana like just going through it and so i find that that's that's such an understatement so your vacation air quotes for those of you Mm -hmm. who can't see us right i can only imagine but the idea behind just listening Listening to it, not caring what your boss said, standing your ground, which is such a firm boundary holding. So kudos to that. Many people have like a lack of self-worth and they wouldn't do it. And if that's you listening today, please hear what she had to go through in that discomfort and pushing past it in order to follow her dream. Like that's so understated, like kudos to you. And then the ability to go and just fly solo to do that. I mean, there's so many things that I could break down into like little increments of where you really became yourself there because that's that is unheard of for a lot of people 
Now, I'd say, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but one of the major blocks also was the financial aspect, like on it. And I, I know that's what a lot of people struggle with. And I just, I felt like if I made that investment in myself, like it would come back in some way. It, I wanted to, you know, be a, be a yoga teacher and I've, I've taught, but that's not my true my true passion, but I truly believe through all of the inner work done there that that gave me the space to conceive my daughter because we were trying to conceive. And then a month after I got back is when I got pregnant. So there, like the universe works in all of these ways. And maybe it's not what I thought it was going into it, but it was even like, you know, better than I could have illustrated. That actually was going to go to the next question, which I'm so glad you shared that, but it was going to say like, looking at all of that, how did that pivot happen for you? And what did you find as a benefit from it? But what you said really does summarize it because you went in and I I can tell by what you're doing now, like it's not focused on yoga. And I love that because you're just listening to your intuition and still growing from it. And I've done that journey too. And a lot of times people will feel disappointed that they've invested in one area of their life, but that they're not continuing with that. Like for example, I'm a registered massage therapist, but that's like my side hustle now where it was my full time. And I've just pivoted on from healer, psychic, like international psychic medium to coaching. And now we've got our podcast and like you just pivot and grow. So I love that you're doing that for yourself. But even the idea of you knew what you wanted going in and it's pivoted even from there for the birth of your daughter. Like congratulations on that because I know a lot of people do struggle with infertility and they forget like our body, mind and soul is connected. And if there's a disconnect on one of those areas, you can actually cause physical blocks such as like infertility to physical pains and manifestations. So that's huge. So I would love to just hear a little bit more of what you felt you grew from in that pivot from where you were from corporate to yoga to today, like how that looks for you, because a lot of times people will miss these subtle cues on what that felt like. Yeah, I think I developed a stronger voice and that also I believe is attributed to now being a mother. So now you have this, you know, little human that can't do anything for herself at that, you know, when she's born and you're kind of responsible for everything. You're her protector, you're her voice. So I think having children definitely, I don't know if it's true for everyone, but helped me step into my voice. The doing the yoga teacher training and kind of just setting it in stone and intention out there carved out the ability, I guess, to take control of other areas of my life that I wasn't feeling super happy or fulfilled with. And it wasn't easy. Like leaving my corporate job, I wanted to do it for years. So it's not anything because I I always used to listen to podcasts and read books and people are like, you know, just do it. I'm like, yeah, easy for you to say. You're not the one supporting all these bills. My husband, we can get into like all of these things, but a few years ago was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. And like that completely turned our life upside down. Fast forward, it was able to be operated. He is okay, but I was the one with a stable income. It's not like I I had a mortgage to pay. Like we have those bills and things that everyone struggles with. So it just came down to knowing that life is short. And if I want it to change, I have to do that. And I will tell you that 
part of the catalyst to that was my father passed away last June unexpectedly. So that was kind of sealing the deal that if I wanted to, you know, get on with building a, a life I was more fulfilled with that I needed to do it. I cannot thank you enough for being vulnerable and sharing all of that. Honestly, everything that you said, a lot of times people don't know the history that goes into a dream and into the reality of what somebody's going through. And I, I feel you on that journey. And, you know, that's part of your mission. Like you can feel it in driving your why. And I love that that's what's going to continue forward and how you connect with people and the empathy that you bring to that. And a lot of people listening, you guys have to understand the stuff that you're going through, that's our mess that turns into our message. You can see how Savannah's brought that forward, even from your husband. Oh my goodness. Like as a wife with a husband who I kind of call my man child, like it's, it's a lot, like that's a lot. So I feel for you. And by the way, if my husband's listening, I love you, but (laughs) it's, it's a lot. And so I commend you because not only are you a mompreneur, you're an entrepreneur and you're taking care of everything, going through those stresses too. And then in loss, like it's, if you haven't lived it, I, I really ask you guys to just take a pause and sit in a moment of just understanding what it would feel like in that person's grief. And I actually, I'm not plugging other episodes right now, but I actually was going to create an online course called grief relief because I lost my little sister three years ago in 2017. And in that I found a lot of people don't even know how to communicate with us. Like we're almost like the awkward outcasts in a way. Yeah. And so I share a little bit on that and there's a beautiful book that's um, out there too on the, on grief in the five stages. But then I add a sixth layer to it where we find the lesson in it and it drives our why. And that's actually what I feel you've done. So congratulations on just making it an opportunity out of something negative where you can then find the beauty in a loss, find the beauty from it and like, let it be part of your mission on life is short. I feel how short it is because of this. I want to share this with you while we have time to incorporate this together. And so thank you again. Now going into everything that you've done, I would love to hear like, what do you feel holds women back from getting started? Because I know many people have those limiting beliefs or fears, and I'd love to hear your, your gifts on what you think. Yeah, I think there are probably like a a couple really common answers, but the one I think that, you know, hits home the most is that it's selfish because that's kind of what I internalized. You know, it's selfish. I'm at this really good job, really great benefits. You know, they had a daycare on site. They give back to the community. It's a great company, but it wasn't great for me. Everyone on the outside could think that's Um, you know, I wasn't appreciative of what I had, but I knew there was something more. So I think the biggest thing holding women, especially back is that it's selfish, you know, doing something for you. Oh, you have children. Why are you taking the time to do X, Y, Z? But I really truly, truly believe in the phrase that we have to fill our cup before we can, like, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to fill your own or else you're giving from a place of lack. And that's not like beneficial really to anybody. You need to be giving from your excess and not your reserve. Oh, I love, I love that. And you're right. And the biggest thing is, is a lot of times women, we do struggle with our self-worth. I find in coaching women and stuff that seems to come up the most prevalent. And so personal development and like mindset work is essential as an entrepreneur. I would say that like going over that block and just being like, even when you do start, a lot of times we undercharge ourselves. Like that's something that yeah. a lot of people do. And so that's such a great point, Savannah. Like 
please, if you are an entrepreneur looking at being a budding entrepreneur and maybe this fits with you and you're trying to put the denial train on like, that's not me, just really access like, what would you value your time with right now? Like for an hour, a weekend, a workshop, what would you put it at? And then really break down how much time you've invested to create that opportunity, the resources that go into it, your expertise, the training, and then really look at the value that you bring. Because if you can take and transform your stories, your mess, your message to the trainings that you've brought and bring simplicity to it for somebody else, it's absolutely worth something but for whatever reason we've been told some story that maybe we're not capable worthy or have enough experience or expertise so we keep trying to get that next certificate or the next validation and really all we're doing is shooting ourselves in the foot so it needs to be said that's a great point now i would love to know what are your favorite tips to stop procrastination i have ocd so any tip is appreciated at this point (laughs) i feel you sometimes i'm like a little squirrel trying to dabble in everything but the best advice in this I'm not one for cliches, but it's so true is to start before you're ready because especially my personality, I like, I'm the one who signs up for all the courses. I'm like, Oh, if I can, I can do this or like, I need this certificate, but you need to start before you're ready because I don't think there's really ever a good time to start. It's kind of like people say having a baby, like there's not a great time to have a baby. You won't ever have all these things ticked and tied to say, yes, this is perfect. So starting before you're ready. Um, and then also moving through fear. So fear, I think is one of the other things that hold us back. And an exercise I did was just to create a list and get out a piece of paper and write down every single thing that, that you're afraid of. Like if you go for your dreams, if you move forward in this project, then like, what are you afraid of? What's the worst that can happen? So once you get it out on paper, out of your head, I think it kind of loses a little bit of its power. And then you're able to go back one by one and kind of combat those. So if you were sitting down with a friend, these are their concerns, what would you tell them? Because you're always way harder on yourself than you would be a friend. If anybody talked to their best friend, kind of how they talk to themselves, I feel like they probably wouldn't have that friend anymore. So I call it your inner critic. So you need to talk to yourself from a place of your inner best friend versus your inner critic. Um, Yeah. Other tips, find a mentor. So I do fully believe in learning from someone who has kind of blazed the trail before you. I don't think it is an excuse to stop action, but I do think you know, one really great course or a couple or a coaching program can definitely be a needle mover and hold you accountable in what you want to achieve as well. Those are great tips. And like the biggest thing in all of that is just understanding too, like, yes, take action, start now, don't wait, but also learning from others. And I, my dad always said this thing that really stuck with me, but he's like, smart people learn from their own mistakes. And I was like, yeah, cool. I've heard that before. And he's like, but a smarter person learns from their own. And I'm like, oh, I see. I got cocky there and you went up to me. So then I was like, okay, lesson learned, learn from others. And so I started to become like an observer and I started to kind of understand that not everything is going to resonate with me. So I always say like, take it with a grain of salt, any episode, anything that I say, I never say like minus fact and you have to follow me verbatim. It's just understanding what resonates for you. So even on your journey, like understanding that you were called to go to Aruba and I'm loving Aruba. Like I've never <laughs> been there before. I've been to a couple places, but that's amazing. But then utilizing that experience, not professionally, but 
fertility and relationships to even your aspects of life to then enhance how you connect with others. Like I know the benefits that are taught in yoga and it goes same energetically with what I've learned on my intuitive healing journey. There's a lot of understanding who you are, you know, physically to even like connecting in a soul essence and like understanding even the words, like the words own just being oneness and bringing that into your personal practice. So I love that you've been able to implement these structures and the mindset work and understanding that you can't pour from an empty cup because energetically people won't resonate because it's just depleted and empty words. It's not full action. And so I love that. Now, some things that I love to hear is like, do you have any advice for how to keep momentum and then finish the things that we've started? Because like you said, you're like, I started so many things and there's all these things and squirrel, like I'm always just walking through life and then all of a sudden distracted. So what tips do you have for us and our listeners? Definitely. I think the biggest one for me, because like I said, I've dabbled, I've started a lot of projects and what has worked the best is focusing on like one day at a time, one task at a time. Sometimes when you think of all that needs to be done in order to, you know, reach the end goal, the end game, it can be overwhelming. And then you don't know where to begin and you get into this cycle of like, oh, I'm frozen. So I try to do one task at a time, like a simple task. Start with the simplest task. And then once you're able to check that off the list, once you're able to scratch it off, you gain a little bit of confidence and you gain a little bit of momentum and you took the pressure off of yourself to complete, you know, these seven things in the next two hours before my daughter wakes up or something like that. Because if we don't get those done, then we kind of feel like a little bit of a failure, a little defeated. And I think that energy you know, doesn't compound or help. It's harder to then get out of the rut and, and get started again. So kind of pick yourself up with one task at a time. I love that. I love that. And yeah, it's super relatable for like trying to plan our mompreneuring around naps to like pickups and drop-offs and like the relatability in it is, is so prevalent for so many of us. And whether you're an entrepreneur or budding entrepreneur or somebody who's just trying to make time in a day to accomplish things, please understand like it comes from prioritizing, organizing, and really just living the things that you're really passionate about in that moment. Like I'm, I don't know about you, but Savannah, I have like seven books that I'm reading at one time. What kind of, you know, like what kind of reader are you? Because I have them. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well, I like that one, but I want to finish this book. And then I I jump all over the place. And I kind of just feel like we're led where we're meant to go in that moment and we get what we need from it and we can move on. But that's, that's me. And then my mom looks at it and she's like, you're driving me nuts. Why didn't you start one book and finish the book? And I'm like, yeah, that might've made more sense, but I just didn't want to. (laughs) Yeah, I feel you. I, especially with, I don't like to call them self-help books. So like personal development or any like developmental book, I hardly ever finish them, which (laughs) I don't know if that says something about me, but yeah, I'm like super pumped. I get, I extract the data. I, at the beginning of the year, what did I get? Like a Michael Hyatt book that was like your best year ever. And I'm like, this is amazing. I'm doing all of this. And then I think on like chapter eight, it's been sitting on my nightstand, but um, yeah, I, I feel you in that. I know. There's so many fun things. I love that you bought the book best year yet. And then all the things. I know know. it was, I'm like, maybe, maybe I was meant to have this book. And like, as a reminder that it can still, it can still be my best year yet, despite all that's happening. I know. I'm that person where I found Audible when I had my youngest daughter and somebody was like, like, Melissa, you got to stop like 
listening to your weird stuff that you listen to. Cause like I was listening to my meditation stuff and trying to meditate with the kids and, and like all yeah. this stuff. And they're like, you, you got to just actually like get an audible book and it will bore your kids out on your drive. And then you can actually like do the things. And I was like, interesting. So audible books, like people read it to you and they're like, yeah. So I started buying audible books and I have to say that transformed my life. Like it's, it's amazing what I can consume in a week just from that. Like I had a goal before of like one book a week and now I'm doing more, but it's only because these people are reading to me. Like I don't have time to sit for six hours and get a book done in a week. That, yeah, that is a game changer. I always forget about audible books for some reason. I, I go to podcasts, but I forget about actual books, but yeah, you can even do that through like my local library too. So that could be an option for people. That's I didn't great. know that. Yeah. See, I love this. Okay. So there's another <laughs> tip hack on Audible then. This just got random. But I found out when I was taking a flight back from Nashville, I sat beside some total random guy. He was listening to a book. I was listening to a book. He's like, well, what's your book about? And I told him and he's like, oh, and he told me about his book. And he's like, let me share mine with you. And I was like, you can do that. He said, when you're done with your books, you can share them with people. So then I've been sharing my books so people don't have to pay. And it's like, we lend a book out, right? So you have to finish yeah. it first. So anyways, you go and you hit those three dots in the top of Audible, you click it, and then it goes share link or like share copy link or whatever. And then they can go and listen to it too. So that's amazing. That's awesome. I had no idea. Life hacks. <laughs> but that's the thing though, like understanding that there's all these opportunities out there for all of us, not just like you and me today, but for everybody listening, go out there and find a system that works for you. Whether you're the one book and done, like my mom, which by the way, if you're listening, mom, I think that's your OCD. I'm just saying, whatever. <laughs> and then there's mine where there's like scattered books, folded pages, coffee marks on the printed ones. And then Audible, I think I've got like six books going right now and they're still reading it to me, but like I just, Nope. Done with that one for today. <laughs> like keep diving into new. And so find a system that works for you, but then you can still crunch the time. Like as a mom, I'm cooking dinner, audible book on, and you can Bluetooth it or listen to it, headphones, whatever works. But the idea is you can make some progress on yourself because a lot of times we lose ourselves in that journey of what we call motherhood. I'm not going to lie. Love it. It's the best thing, but sometimes I just want to have a little me time. And that is kind of what I use for that. So that's a cup filler for me for Find your cup fillers is what I was going with this. Now, looking at yours, how did you come up with the idea of chase your, I always love understanding like the background of the, the story of that idea, like that birthed project. Totally. So I saw the need on kind of both ends of the spectrum as a student and as a creator. So let's start with the student avenue. Um, I, as I've mentioned, I'm an avid course taker. And in doing that, I was being targeted with a lot of Facebook and Instagram ads. So I'd be scrolling and I'm like, who is, who is this person? Am I friends with them? Oh no, it's a sponsored ad. But you know, being me, I'm like drawn into it. And I read them and it got me thinking like, is this person who's targeting me really the best teacher for me? Or is there someone else who is knowledgeable about this subject that I can learn from? So then I tried to Google, you know, digital teacher brand deals or something along those lines. And you, Google is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Are you looking for an online course from your community college? Like, <laughs> no. So I really, I didn't know where to go from there. I thought, if, wouldn't it be great if there was some sort of directory that I could go compare different programs and teachers? And I hunted around for it and I really couldn't find anything that wasn't on a hosting platform. So like Teachable or Kajabi, you can look at the teachers who host on those platforms. So 
but there was not one that was kind of um, taken off on its own. So that was how I came up with it from the um, student aspect. And then last year I was actually working on creating a digital course. And I was thinking, I don't have a big social, I had just quit my job. I don't have a big social media following. I have 16 people on my email list. I could pay for some ads, but like how else am I going to get this message out into the world? So those ideas kind of combined into this little chase your baby. And the more I talk to people, they're like, oh, that I like, I love that idea. That would be, I'd totally be interested in something like that. So um, made a WordPress site and a couple months later, here I am. I love that. That's the thing though. You find a need and you create something for it. And if you're passionate about it, it lives. Like that's the thing. And if you're not passionate, it kind of burns down. So I love that the passion is in you and you're going to continue to fuel it. And I'm hoping that the listeners here can see that and find you and understand all that. So who is Chase your for? Like who is the ideal client for this? And that way we can maybe help direct some people hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Yeah. So Chase Yours for any women who have knowledge to share or are looking for knowledge to gain in the particular areas of like building a business and entrepreneurship or health and wellness. So like nutrition, different fitness, yoga, mindset, um, and then motherhood spaces. So I'm also trying to get people on there who can talk about, you know, baby sleep or infant led weaning, different things that I wish you know, I would have known about that could have made that learning curve of being just a person only responsible for myself and then going home and being responsible for this little human. So it's both for what I call creators, which are the teachers who are coaching and mentoring people, creating programs to help share their like zone of genius. And then the people looking to gain further knowledge on certain subjects. Love it. I love it. And you're absolutely right. As a mom in the hospital first time, I just remember being like, you're going to let me take this person home. Like you're, you're, you're letting me take a living being like, I just met her a couple days ago, but <laughs> I can take her home. They're like, yeah, well, she's yours. So that makes yeah. sense. I'm like, it's weird well, because I joke with my husband, we had a more difficult time adopting our two dogs. We have two rescue dogs and like the applications and like home visits they had to do and they were really like questioning us because of our work schedules like kind of funny but they're like right? hey, little tiny human enjoy I know we actually fostered my nephew for a year and a half and in that I was like I feel like there should be more paperwork here I'm like <laughs> I feel like there should be more stuff and I was like so OCD that I had like over prepared to the point where she was like no I, I don't need to see that I'm like are you sure here's all my sanitizations these are the key <laughs> She's just like, I, I'm good. Like, you're good. It's fine. I'm like, really? Like, I agree with you. It's almost harder to get a pet sometimes. Yeah. Crazy. But like looking at that side note, when you said things about babies, the one thing that changed it for me, for any mom out there, this is like the tip that somebody shared to me. It was a neighbor, but it was the Dr. Harvey Karp, how to have the happiest baby on the block. And there's like the five S's where it's like swing, gush, yeah. swaddle. Yeah. Like, uh, oh my gosh, suck and sound. That was the other one. Oh, you're good. It, it, well, my youngest is four. So like that actually was ingrained because that's how I lived my life. Like she was <laughs> colic, So I was like, the five S's, like, it was just so much. But honestly, that was like the book that changed it for me, but there's so much out there and you have to really, like every kid is so different. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
but love the idea. I love the chase you are. I love the opportunity, especially for people who are in a hospital, maybe freaked out about the what's next for a mom to the entrepreneur that has the budding idea, but doesn't know what to do next to even the entrepreneur that's created and then wants to get all the stuff out. And so fantastic. Now, I love that when I have a guest on here, we have opportunities for them and there's all these little fun things, but I will be sharing your link and you've got a special offer for our listeners. Would you like to tell them about it? Sure. So like I mentioned, um, Chase Your is launching on 6-4. So anytime after that, your listeners can get 50% off their first month. So the website is free for students to use. But if you are a creator wanting to list one of your um, courses or coaching packages, anything like that, there are different levels of membership. And the code MOMBUN, all capitals 50, will get you 50% off of your first month. There are also, during our launch, there are going to be special promos as well. So check back to see kind of what makes the most sense. But the code MOMBUN will be good for a couple months. That is so exciting. First of all, I love that it's mom bun. Mom bun 50, guys. That is just, that's fun. <laughs> Don't right forget there. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love that you've done that for our audience. So I want to say a special thank you in that. And the really great thing, guys, is there's so many opportunities to like collaborate and connect and, and share this. And so watch what she's doing and learn from Savannah on like how she's pivoted herself and her business, even in mompreneurship to, I'm, I'm going to say like as a wife, like that is another child sometimes. Like I'm just saying oh yeah <laughs> I totally agree with the man child thing my husband he especially if they're sick it's not, but it is like the, the man cold or the man flu too it's a thing like I actually it's read studies 100%. on it it's a thing <laughs> what is it Mythbusters? they did a thing on it too because my husband's like I'm not that bad I'm like you pretend you're dying like I've I've seen, like, I used to be a medic and like, I've been, I do healing services and I've worked with hospice before. I'm like, you pretend you're legit dying. Like we need an IV bag. You need a feeding. Like you are dramatic. I'm bringing you soup and you're almost like, feed me. Like, <laughs> I know my husband's like, do you think I need to, this? Was a, wasn't this year amidst all of what's happening. But like last year, like, do you think I need to go to the doctor? I'm like, what is the doctor going to do? Like you've been sleeping all day. There's no, you have a cough, like a pretty bad cough, but it might be bronchitis. I'm like, I think you just need to, you know, rest a little bit. Let's, let's take it another day or so. And then we'll, we'll reevaluate, but, uh, it's, it's funny. I love them, but oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Cause like when it's us, we're still like baby on the hip trucking along. This is where the mom bun actually, I think stems for us. Cause we're like, <laughs> screw it. This is what I'm doing. Oh but the gosh, funny thing is, is like, did you ever watch Matilda? Yes. Yeah. Principal Crunch or whatever her name was, Crunch, whatever. The, like my mom bun half the time looks like that. Like I look like a prison guard. Like it's scary. And like what I mean is she was scary. And so I can't think I, it was been so long. I can't envision her. Okay. I'll have to look her up after this. For any of you listeners out there and Savannah, please look her up and just realize that's me on a most day. <laughs> that's just getting through it sometimes where I'm like, that is not my priority right now. This is where this came from. But a lot of places and a lot of times we have to prioritize what's most important. And so I even say this too, as a mompreneur, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's looking at personal development and growing and having ideas, sometimes you have to put other things on the back burner that aren't as much a priority. So I think that's kind of where my book reading came into where like I'd put a page down and be like, I'll get to that because it's not the priority or the focus right now. So for example, OCD over here, 
I know you've identified that you might have some too. Looking at all of this, I know that as I've been growing and doing different things, I've had to put even like my dishes. I'll be like, you know what? Today's a dirty dish day. I don't care. Like I'm not doing my hair today. Maybe tomorrow I'll do it. But like yeah. prioritizing and making sure that you can actually identify where the needle movers are that are going to bring you to your next level, to the things that are more distractions and really not going to give you the results that you're actually looking for. And listening to that because a lot of times we get stuck up in the hype of maybe what it should be or the perceptions and ideas of what everybody wants it to be. To even the man colds of our men children <laughs> or partner children, whoever you are. It's just the idea of understanding like we need to figure out what works for us, what's going to give us the results and how we can bring more value in this life. And that's the focus. And so I, I appreciate it. I couldn't agree more, especially it's funny because I'm kind of in the midst of crunching before, before this goes live, chaser goes live. And I've said to myself, my house, it can be messy. Like it's not a priority right now that me going downstairs and like picking up all the toys or trying to do the dishes. Like my husband can do it, but you know, like he doesn't do as good a job. I'm not going to tell him that because I love when he does it. But um, it's just something that I'm accepting right now. It's not a huge priority. And you know, in a couple of weeks, if I want to deep clean, then I'll do that. But I need my energy here. And that's, that's how it is right now. So I can totally relate. I think that's so perfect that you said that because it's almost like we have to give ourselves permission for that. We shouldn't have to, but yeah. a lot of times we do because we hold ourselves to such a crazy level. Like when you were saying inner critic, that comes up so much where people actually forget to just be in the moment and, and live for today and really enjoy these things because we're forgetting about like, you know, it's going to be okay that it's not perfectly clean today. It will be fine tomorrow that maybe it's not because right now what you're focusing on is something that's going to give long-term results and long-term opportunities. And that's what we should be thinking. And so I a hundred percent get that through COVID, I don't get to do all the fun things that I want to. So I've had more time, hence the birth of the podcast kind of came on like a whim where I was like, I'm doing it and I'm doing yeah. it in two months and it's getting dropped this way. Because again, it was like three and a half years ago, I had hired the coach. And so procrastination really is a humdinger. <laughs> but I actually, I launched and then I cooked a turkey the next day. Cause I was like, now I have time. And I was like, why did I do that? Like, it's just, we, we have our weird patterns, but I was like, it's Turkey Tuesday. Like we're so just, funny. Turkey Tuesday. That's a new one. <laughs> I think I just was hungry. Like the hangry yeah. lives in this house, but <laughs> yes, it was <Yeah>. good. <laughs> but the idea though, is like, we do put ourselves to high standards. And then when we have time, we like overachieve or burn ourselves out. So maybe don't do what I did with like a Turkey Tuesday. Although I will <laughs> say that the leftovers are going to be living fantastically, but it's just an opportunity for us to identify like where we hold ourselves back. Like the house can be dirty. The kids they can feed themselves if they have their ability to do so. So like I've thrown Cheerios at my kids sometimes where I'm like, mama's working, you will eat this and I will come back and check on you and make sure that you're fine. And like, those are the things where we can build more of a momentum instead of like literally handholding and enabling throughout it all. We need to be yeah. able to take those pauses and not feel guilty on it. Cause I find that's like the biggest holdback that a lot of us women do. I agree. I agree. I love that. Okay. So advice on how to continue to build momentum, to finish the products and the projects and everything we've touched on. We've touched on how you've come from pivoting from corporate to understanding your own intuition and connections to even what you've done growing forward and connecting and bringing all the people together. I really love that. That's what you've done. I know, um, 
Russell Branson, he's like, you find your superpower and you stick in it. And I'm, I'm like really big on listening to his stuff. He's really great. But what he just talks about is like, he's the bringer of people together. And that sounds like you as well. Like you are the bringer of people together where you're bringing people, whether they're students or the teachers, you're bringing everyone together. And so that's a superpower that I really want to congratulate you on. Not a lot of people are aware of these things. And that's a really great gift to have. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, it took a little bit for me to narrow it down, but I am super excited about where it's headed. I love that. And so for in the future, what do you see coming forward with, you know, Chase Your? Well, my hope is that it inspires people to go after their dreams, their passions, their talents, like whatever it is that's kind of lurking in the back of your head that has been stagnant for so long. I'm, my wish is that Chase Your, you know, sparks it, lets you know that it is possible. You're seeing people who have done it, who kind of hopefully had similar backstories to you that are relatable. Because a lot of times, even on like the days of social media, we see a lot of people's successes. We don't see the journey. We don't see the journey to get there. So Chase Your will apply to those just starting out if it's your very first program and if it's your your fourth offering. So I want to to spark the inner creator in all of us so that we can design a life we're happy with and that we love and we're not just, you know, waiting for Friday at five o'clock to come around so we have two days to live and then we go back to the grind. If that's not what you like, if it's what you like, then keep keep doing it. That's like a mic drop moment. So I'm not even going to crunch on that one because it's so (laughs) true. Like I I've been that person where you look at the clock and you're waiting and you're watching your life kind of pass by while fueling somebody else's dream instead of really living yours. So I I really love your mission. So thank you for sharing all of this. And honestly, I appreciate you getting vulnerable and talking about, you know, your personal life and everything too, because you're right. People don't always see the hardships that we've gone through to get us to the today version. They think overnight success there, there really isn't such a thing guys like no one really came overnight in it there's the years of the blood sweat tears and and those things and those aren't limiting beliefs it's just understanding like whether you called it work or whether you called it hobby or development or being like what I call kind of the personal development junkie where I take all the courses too and consume and as you can tell I have maybe like six on the go right now where I'm like I'll get to it like I'll I'll do it but it's it's just understanding like you got to listen to yourself and listen to that calling and just seeing how your dream of Aruba and yoga ended up with fertility and mompreneurs like that's quite a pivot and I'm really grateful that you did because you're bringing people together and you're bringing opportunities to the audience and remember guys hashtag mombun50 is your coupon (laughs) code to join in and follow in her and and like the connection that Savannah brings so where can they find you? Where can our people and listeners find you? Definitely. So I do hang out on Instagram. Um, Chase your is, you know, at symbol chase your and then two underscores. I'm also at trendy hippie. Um, That's more of my like personal blogging account. I have trendy hippie.com chase your.com. And then I'm dabbling in TikTok. So, you know, might be on there might not, but those are the main avenues that you all can get in touch. I love it. Thank you so much. And you guys go check her out. I want you guys to make sure that you understand like the opportunities for us all. The gift is whether we choose to take action in it. And so as an action taker to another one, I want to high fives, all of you guys who are listening, high fives, and just make sure that you actually seize the day because you're right. Time is the most valuable asset. 
And if we waste it and squander it, that's where regret comes from. So I'm really excited to see what you're doing and sharing. And again, remember, all of us have something inside of us. It's just what we do with it that makes the difference. So thank you. Definitely. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to have connected with you and your audience. It was a ton of fun. And I hope um, I'll get in touch with some people on Chase Your. If anybody has questions or insights, I'd be happy to hear. Just reach out. Perfect. Thank you. And I'm so grateful that you came to join us. I always do like a little coffee cheers after where I do like my little shoulder shimmy dance. And so I'm already kind of celebrating right now <laughs> because this resonates so much. Trendy hippie already speaks my like love language. So that's perfect. <laughs> I, I know it's either attracting or repelling. I don't know, but I dig it. So, so I'm going to go with it. I 100% agree with that. Like attracting and repelling, that's like the best way to look at modeling our business and everything in life, really. But yeah. I love it. On that note, guys, we are hoping that you're attracted to all of the things that we've said <laughs> and that you are still here and we are celebrating with you. Take care. Bye. Hello. Okay. So we vibe with our tribe and I wanted to let you know that I'm over here doing a special shoulder shimmy celebrating you as an action taker. So I hope you know that I am doing a coffee cheers in your honor for joining us here today. And since we are now gal pals, I would love a small favor from you and would love to have you leave us a review. I don't ask for them to be staged. You can be completely honest and I would love to get to hear what you enjoyed, what your favorite takeaway was, and maybe just what you would like to know further more on. Because if I don't know it, I'm very honest and I will do my best to bring you some support in there. Thank you again and have a great day.